the Lord be with you. How would you like to hear a good song? I'll spare you my singing, but I've got a really beautiful song for you. You know how the Bible is filled with songs? Well, this one is one of my favorites. It, it's a song that is found in the opening verses of Isaiah chapter 26, where Isaiah is putting on his prophet's glasses and he's telling us about a song that the people of God, the redeemed of the Lord, will sing after Messiah's coming. Isaiah is talking about now. He's talking about the time in which you and I live. And in the first few verses, Isaiah is using the imagery, the symbolism of a great city whose gates are open wide to sinners and where all people are welcomed and kept safe by God. It is a beautiful song. Listen to it in Isaiah 26.3, and I'll read it from the King James Version where I first learned it. Thou will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusts in thee. Perfect peace. How do you like the sound of that? But, but in the Hebrew, it is, it is not actually perfect peace. It is peace, peace. As, as the Hebrew repeats it for emphasis in order to express the perfection of the peace, the total enjoyment of peace, thou will keep him in peace, peace. Now, you, you know, when the Bible talks about peace, it really has nothing to do with what the world today thinks of as peace. In fact, our poor culture has a very puny, dried up idea of peace. The Hebrew word for peace is shalom. And it's a big, far encompassing word. Uh, people in Israel still greet one another today with shalom, shalom. Shalom has the idea of wholeness, completeness, fullness, well-being. Shalom is a sense of perfect security. There is nothing lacking. Where there is shalom, there, there is no fear. Because shalom is a sense of uninterrupted rest and calm for God's people. And I, I, I do wonder if, if this is what the Apostle Paul, this verse is what the Apostle Paul has in mind when from a prison cell he writes in Philippians 4, 6, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Think of how many times our Lord Jesus Christ, after his resurrection, that his first words to people were, peace be with you. Please hear this. Peace is God's portion for his people. Thou will keep him in peace, peace, whose mind is stayed on thee. Now, this is important in that the Hebrew word translated here as mind is not what we in the West think of as mind. The Hebrew word translated mind comes from a word meaning to create, to fashion, 
to form. It is used of a potter forming a pot. It is used in Genesis of God forming Adam out of the dust of the ground. So the Hebrew word has the idea of that place where thoughts and ideas are formed, where they are fashioned, where they are created. So it is not surprising if you check out a Hebrew concordance, it is not surprising to find that in, that in some other Old Testament passages, this word is translated as imagination. And in fact, that is how Young's literal translation of the Bible renders it in this verse, imagination. It is where our ideas and thoughts are formed and shaped. Now, if your imagination is anything like mine, it can run wild. I mean, I, I can watch the evening news. I can learn about the tumbling stock market or the lack of supplies. And my imagination goes awfulizing. But what if, what if in our imagination, where thoughts and ideas are formed, what if in our imagination, it is glued to God, it is stayed on God. Then that is peace, peace, perfect peace. What if in our imaginations today, what, what if we start seeing ourselves as more than conquerors through him who loves us? Let your imagination play with that for a little while. Or what if in our imagination we see God, as the Apostle Paul says, that he is able to do far above and beyond what we would even ask or imagine? Wow, this has huge possibilities for us. No wonder the song sings, Thou will keep him in peace, peace, whose imagination is stayed on thee because he trusts in thee. The word trust, translated as trust, it has the idea to lean upon, to cast one's weight upon someone for support, for strength, for rest. I love how Brendan Manning in his book, Ragamuffin Gospel, he tells about a a, a two-story house that catches on fire. And the family with father and mother and several children, they're racing out of the house when the youngest becomes terrified. He tears away from mom. He runs back upstairs and suddenly he's standing in the smoke-filled window crying and screaming. His father is outside on the front lawn uh, shouting to him, jump, son, jump, jump, I'll catch you. And the boy cries, but, but daddy, I can't see you. And the father yells, I know that's all right because I can see you. God sees you. He sees me. Where we are in all of this coronavirus pandemic, he sees us. And he asks us to trust in him to glue our imaginations to him and, and all the promises that he has for us. And he will keep us in peace, peace. Thou will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed 
on thee because he trusts in you. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up the light of his countenance upon you and yes, give you peace. I'm Tim Smith, a fellow traveler on the Pilgrim Way. Thanks for listening. Until next time.